Welcome to Men Alive, where we examine biblical principles for becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, a consultant in adult education and director of GoTeach Global, Dr. Jim. Let's begin today's broadcast in the Garden of Eden with the original family God created called Adam and Eve, one man, one woman. Those of us who are Christians are familiar with the story as found in the book of Genesis. Those listeners who are not Christians may have heard variations of the story. God made all the animals, then God made man and called him Adam. Adam named all the animals but was alone and needed a helpmeet. So God put Adam to sleep, removed a rib, and made Eve to be his wife. As long as they obeyed God's one rule, they had food and freedom and walked with God in the garden. That one rule was do not eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. But long came Lucifer. He was the archangel who was cast out of heaven for his pride and wanting to be equal to the Most High. Keep the word pride in mind as the story progresses. Lucifer, also called Satan or the adversary or the enemy, hates God, and he hates everything God does because he knows he is unable to defeat God. But Satan keeps trying. His first goal was to make the family God created disobey God, and he succeeded. Eve ate the fruit, gave some to Adam, and together they were banned from the garden. So we can truthfully say, Satan is a destroyer and a deceiver. He's out to destroy any plan God may have for creating a world of people who love, serve, and obey him. Not a chance. Satan hates God. So Satan's first goal is to destroy or deceive the family God created. And he almost succeeded. Eve had two sons, Cain and Abel. Cain killed his brother in the first Holocaust, almost wiping out one quarter of the world's known population. But God had a plan. He would send a Redeemer to earth, his son, to die as a substitutionary atonement or payment for the sins of Adam's race. And for the next few thousand years, from Genesis to Malachi, the enemy tries and tries to wipe out the messianic lineage of Jesus of Nazareth, ultimately having Jesus crucified and buried. End of story. Not yet. Jesus rises from the dead, returns to heaven, sends his Holy Spirit, and says, Go, make disciples all over the world, baptizing them and teaching them to obey my commands. Now, fast forward to today. 2,000 plus years after the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the church worldwide is now over 2 billion adherents who believe Jesus is alive and gaining new converts every day. It would appear Satan may as well give up. He is defeated, right? Partially right. Down but not dead until Christ returns to the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem as King of Kings and Lord of Lords to cast Satan into the lake of fire. Then he will be removed and gone. Until that date, Satan appears to have one primary strategy. Deceive and destroy the family as God planned it to be. One man, one woman, rearing and teaching their children to love God with all their heart, 
mind and soul and their neighbor as themselves. Let's consider the diabolical ways Satan tries to destroy the Christian family and how we can protect our family. Paul, if someone wanted to destroy God's plan for the family, what might they do? One easy way to end life on earth would be to convince everyone not to get married, stay single, and have no children. That would work. But humans being prone to disobedience would still have sex and still have babies, even if not officially married. Okay, we could introduce infanticide and kill newborn babies, like the Aztecs and the Incas did in the Americas. Or we could invent some form of birth control pill or condom that would permit sex without the risk of pregnancy. And if all else fails, we could legalize abortion, which in essence is murdering pre-born babies. Either way, the number of Christians would soon be reduced. Another way to destroy the Christian family is to convince them to stay single, delay marriage until childbearing is almost past, and have no children. You are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. At the end of the program, we'll share how and where you can ask your pressing questions to Dr. Jim and how you can get a printed copy of this program topic. Satan's most deceptive plan of all to destroy the Christian family is to convince non-Christian men to have multiple wives, many, many children, and overtake the Christian population with a higher number of non-Christians from a militant anti-Christian religious background. Generating fear and intimidation for Christian families. But there's more. China raised the average age of legal marriage from 20 to age 25 thereby wiping out one whole generation in the next 100 years. They also mandated that each family could only have one child, and since everyone wanted a boy, they aborted females, leaving a discrepancy in the normal 50-50 male-female ratio of some 70 million more men than available women to marry. And what about the rise of sodomy? This group a tiny percentage of the population who are attracted to the same sex, has catapulted from the obscurity of the hidden closet to the open public pride parades, flouting immorality, nakedness, and sexuality that would make a hardened sinner blush. The entire multi-lettered homosexual movement is a frontal attack on the family. At the same time, They have legalized and advanced the educational agenda of the public school systems such that young children are being groomed to change their sex and be transgendered into another person. The pronouns he and she and him and her have now been replaced with some 70 different descriptive pronouns depending on what they prefer to be called based on identity politics. Jim, another challenge to the family comes from old-fashioned adultery and divorce, plus modern-day pornography. Our Christian families are being ripped apart by lust, deceit, and infidelity. Agreed. You and I both have family members who have experienced infidelity, adultery, and divorce. So you and I are an anomaly to be happily married 54 years and 52 years to the wife of our youth in a world where the divorce rate among so-called Christians has become epidemic. What other attacks on the family can you think of? Satan never gives up. He will try wars, famines, riots, legislation, gambling, addictions, taxes, debt, working mums, 
anything to disrupt and destroy the family and Christian unity within the family. This is a spiritual warfare. The enemy of our souls wants to destroy all that is good and decent about a genuine, loving, and caring family under the control of God's Holy Spirit. Jesus said, In this world you will have trouble, but I have overcome the world. Jesus also said, My peace I give to you, not as the world gives peace. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And greater is he that is within you, the Holy Spirit, than that which is without, the adversary of our God-ordained family. The Apostle Paul told Timothy, But realize this, that in the last days difficult times will come, for men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. Avoid such men as these, for among them are those who enter into households and captivate weak women weighed down with sins, led on by various impulses, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now you followed my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, perseverance, persecutions, and sufferings, such as happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra, were persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. But evil men and impostors will proceed from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. You, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from your childhood you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. Scripture begins in the Garden of Eden with God's creation of the first family, and two trees to choose from. It moves through history to the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus fulfilled God's eternal plan and gave himself as a sacrificial Passover lamb to be crucified on a tree or a cross to pay for our salvation. And our human history, more rightly called his story, ends in a garden in heaven with a tree bearing 12 different fruits and its leaves for the healing of the nations. In the same manner, God began human history with a physical family who could have fellowship with him, and God will end with a bride, his church, and a spiritual family, married to the bridegroom, his son, to live and rule with him for eternity. I remember when you and I had lunch at a McDonald's restaurant in Beijing, China, with a single Christian lady who was more than 80 years old. We called her Auntie Mabel. Never married who told us, You go home and tell all the people, Jesus is the bridegroom, and we the church are his bride. And Jesus is saying, Hurry up and finish the job so I can come and get my bride. That is our hope, men. God is in control. 
able to protect our families and help us stand strong in our faith in Jesus Christ, no matter what tactic our adversary uses against us or against our family. Dr. Jim and I have shared a 60-plus year friendship. I was best man at his wedding to Rita more than 50 years ago. I can attest that Jim has spent his lifetime gaining insights on the 12 primary roles of a man. I have also witnessed his lifelong goal to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. This has happened through good times and difficult personal defeats. He speaks from his heart. For a printed copy of this program's teaching or with any questions you may have, email Dr. Jim. His address is menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. For more information, go to our website at www.goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conform to the image of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ.